hey, hey, what's up? Welcome back. Welcome back to the MomCast. It's your host, Mary, also known as Yen. You know what it is. It's me. And this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, That this month being May. So I wanted to talk about a couple of uh, things uh, this month um, to, to just cover, you know, mental health stuff that I have experience in. And I only want to speak of things that I've experienced in my in my short little stint so far as a parent because you know who am I to cover other things I'm neither a licensed uh, therapist or psychologist or whatever so just talking about things from my point of view so today I wanted to talk about the importance of self-care so I feel like this is something that's um quite neglected a lot um, within the parents both mom and dad um, you kind of don't like you don't realize how important it is until like you're kind of in a rut you know what I mean so I've always felt that self-care should be a top priority because if you're not your best self how will you give your best to your family and and other people you know I mean self-care comes in all forms it could be a spa day meditation uh, maybe a long time in a coffee shop or reading a book if that's your your thing um, all of these things essentially like contribute to um, a better version of you a better you um, a, a healthier you so when I when I had given birth to my my son you know you have your standard checkups and stuff like like your postnatal um, appointments and stuff Again, postnatal means um, after birth, for those who don't know yet. Um, they usually have the standard checks of your... I don't know what they check for, to be honest. Um, they just... Uh, it's been a while, so I don't remember. Um, but it was mostly physical-focused, which to me at the time, um, I thought that was, that was fine. Um, but in hindsight, I feel like there should have been some form of section, like just as equally important um, to physical um, checkups, uh, like mental health. So there was a few questions about mental health, but I'm not gonna check like I'm not feeling great. You know what I mean on on a on a cold form, if you know what I mean. Like I'm not gonna tick a little box that says um, I've thought about. Um, hurting myself or my child why would I do that I'd go straight to jail man like these people don't don't joke around these things like so I'm not gonna tell my gynecologist that I feel like that's not something they should be um, just freeballing giving out to patients just like that and and taking it back that's in my opinion that's not that's not how it should be so in in within this realm of self-care um, I feel because it's it's more uh, to do with your mental health, right? Because you're taking care of yourself, you're relaxing, you're not, um, you're trying not to stress out, you're trying to um, release um, some frustration and and all that. Because you know, without self care, um, you're you're gonna eventually implode 
And children are the ones who are most affected by any parent's mental health, especially when it's not addressed. You know, it could have a major adverse effect on your child and maybe unintentionally teach them bad habits and may even develop like certain coping mechanisms. Like you see as adults, especially, well, at least with my generation, um, the millennial generation to be specific, I feel like we all have our own um, coping mechanisms. There's people who use humor. There's people who just completely shut down, don't talk, none of that. Um, people who lash out. There's people um, like me who just not only shut down, but go into a spiral of worry because we may or may not have been spoken to um, like in terms of like address how you're feeling like your parent may have not addressed how you're feeling so kind of as a parent now um, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to pass that on to my child because that would be kind of like gen- generational trauma if I'm not wrong um, I'm not an expert but I feel like that's part of that that would categorize it as generational trauma because in some cases, although, you know, in some cases, um, uh, mental health issues are hereditary, but not all. So, yeah, so, you know, children learn from their parents. So that's that's what I, I feel. So here's a few stats I thought would be interesting to share with you guys. So approximately 68% of women and 57% of men with mental health problems are parents. Yo, that are some high percentages. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's just like insane. It's not funny. Definitely not funny. But the fact that it's above 50%, that's just, oh, man, that's really, that's really sad to see because like children, children are truly a blessing. Like you may have your struggles and everything but at the end of the day when you put your kids to sleep and you are literally back to just staring at them and like oh my angel like you know so but yeah that's that that's really sad to see um so anyways the most common health problems experienced during pregnancy and after birth are the following Anxiety, depression, and PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. So this I'm guessing this is obviously uh, more towards women, which is accurate, accurate, check, check, check. Even for me, anxiety, check, depression, check, PTSD, check. And these are, I feel like, because women are usually the main parent not main parent. I'm sorry. That's not what I mean by um, when I say like main parent. I just mean like you are the first provider because naturally you're the carrier of the child, of course. So you nurture the child, you breastfeed or formula feed. Both are the same, but um, it is very common. And unfortunately, this is something that's still ongoing and it's still something that people aren't comf- comfortable talking about, which is strange considering like the percentage, right? So anyway, one in five women experience postpartum depression and one in seven during pregnancy. 
Oh my goodness. So um, just a quick share from my, my personal experience. I did not, thankfully, did not experience any kind of um, depression during pregnancy because I think mostly because that was my first, I don't know, I had just like uh, romanticized this whole like vision of being a mom, which was like wild to me now. But um, I definitely did have my own experience with that. Um, I wasn't aware that there were women who experienced depression during pregnancy, which um, which was actually like news to me. And I wish I had um, more information for you guys, but I, I don't other than these statistics. Um, if you are pregnant or um, gave birth or not just gave birth, you're you you're going through it, you have depression, please Find yourself somebody to talk to if you're not comfortable talking to a therapist, maybe a brother, a sister, a cousin, a best friend. Just um, have like a little talk with them because it, it really does help, um, especially when I didn't realize I had postpartum depression. Just having like a, like a sit down with a friend or of course, I mean, I had my husband, thankfully, who was always open to listening to me but if you're not comfortable speaking to your spouse or your partner um, please find someone to talk to because it really does help you know you're not alone and there are other people out there who have experienced what you're experiencing or have experienced and there is no shame in talking about this you know so please get yourself some help please um so we have around them 10% of all new fathers worldwide experience postnatal depression. So I think this is not a surprise. I'm not surprised at all. Um, the newer generation are more in tune, I would say. Not trying to bash others, but um, just that shift that I'm seeing that a lot of um, fathers, more men, men, you know, they're very involved with their children, which is amazing. It's great um, compared to, you know, like, you know, the older style of parenting, which was fine, I guess, at the time. But um, there's a clear, clear um, positives of having your both your parents around, you know what I mean? And um, this is why I say both parents should seek help. If you feel like you are experiencing some um, depression symptoms, which um, I believe you can you can find a, a more certified list um, that I feel like I shouldn't be giving just like that on a podcast, but um, please find yourself some help as well. Both both parents, not just mom, dad too. That is just as important as mom. And um, just because you're a man, it doesn't mean you can't experience postpartum depression. And that's also that was also news to me. I'm also learning just like everybody else. And it's it's kind of um, it's sad that um, when it comes to having a child and everything, sometimes dads do get neglected. Like they they feel like maybe I'm second to everything like they they don't feel like they have that instant connection well not all um of course some dads definitely do like 
they have that instant connection. Shoot, even moms don't have the, that instant connection. I I, I didn't, uh, unfortunately. It took me a while. Um, like, it just felt like <laughs> um, my child was kind of just this being that came out and I it was it was so difficult to connect it took me a while um and I was um yeah I was kind of stuck so I I would imagine that some dads do have the same kind of experience especially because you know they they didn't have that biological connection for for the first nine months like moms do so um with these statistics i i think <laughs> i i can back up the fact that um self uh, self care is really important you know there's i think there's four kinds of self care you know there's physical psychological and spiritual oh sorry and emotional i'm sorry i'm losing track um with physical care um the one that i i exhaust the most it's uh, working out, of course, it may be a class, a gym, whatever it is that you you you're into. Um, you take a walk, uh, take a yoga class, gym class, biking, whatever whatever it is that you can physically do. It doesn't have to be um, like an intense physical act or whatever. You know the you know the thing that they say about um, working out. It's it's going to improve your blood circulation and your overall mood. It releases um, endorphins. And, you know, these are these are hormones that help you um, cope with your mental health. And it, it, it releases this other hormone. Bro, I can't remember. But, yeah, it does help. Um, don't feel like you should force yourself um, if you're not feeling it. Just don't it could be like literally you walk to the store and come back and that could be your walk it doesn't have to be that serious it doesn't have to be like i gotta get dressed i have to do this i have to get ready it really does not matter as long as you get yourself up and get yourself moving that is the one that matters you can take a friend you can take your spouse you can take a partner you can take your mom your dad whatever it is and just having that break that um that break from your house or wherever it is that you're staying a change in environment too that's a massive help like it really really does help because you kind of get out of that mental jail that you're in is what i would call it because i've been i've been there i know how it is so just getting getting out really does help so with psychological self-care, um, practicing self-care, sorry, practicing self-compassion and acceptance, like, you know, you, you kind of take it easy on yourself. Like an example would be if you're going too hard on yourself, like, like I, w I was like, I should know how to do this, but I don't, I was literally beating myself up. Like, why don't I know this? Why don't I know better? Why am I Googling Googling everything? I read a book. Sorry, not book, books. I read all the articles. I watched all the videos. Why don't I know what to do? So it was kind of like a like a, an internal struggle. 
And if you're worrying about other other things too, um, try not to, it's so easy to just say not to worry, but um, something I learned throughout the years is you can't do anything about it. So all you're essentially doing is worrying and worrying and worrying. So if you can't do anything about it, I would take it one step at a time. And when the time comes, then that's when you deal with it. You know, things somehow find find a way to resolve itself and find a way to, um, to connect or whatever it is that you're worrying about. Um, because that wears you down. So anything you're worrying about or thinking about like so consistently that it makes, if you've ever had this feeling where your brain's on fire, I guarantee you that's going to manifest in yourself physically and you're going to start, unfortunately, if that's true, you may get sick too. Like it's going to make you feel... um exhausted and tired and you're losing sleep so like a good um thing to do is to just take it easy on yourself so connecting um with the psychological self-care is very closely intact to that is the spiritual self-care so one thing that i do know that would help or has helped me personally is meditation and when you do meditation it doesn't have to be, you know, like an hour, <laughs> a 30 minute meditation session or whatever. I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I, I was so ignorant, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that you could only do a, a two minute meditation. If literally that's all you can take, do two minutes, do however long you can, do however long you feel like you can. And it's meditation, it's not what you think it is if you've never um, tried meditation before. Um, it's more just some um, breathing exercises. And I mixed it in with some self-affirmations that, that, that usually does help. And when you're breathing in air and it's like the stimulation of... Um, like it's a hormone stimulation. I forget what these things are called. I should have looked looked them up before I did this, but I'm sorry, you guys. I'm still a mom. I have stuff to do. So um, when you do meditation and you breathe in really deeply, like you don't breathe in through your nose and you hold it, you hold it for a few seconds and you breathe out. There's something in, in this kind of um, cycle, in this routine that you do that it does help release um, these stress hormones that you have like lodged into your body, your brain, or whatever it is. And another thing with spiritual care, it's not just that. There's, of course, religion. Um, religion is on a higher level, of course. Um, you can attend your um, religious service if you're Christian, Muslim, Buddhist. Um, I forget what other religions there are i'm so sorry i'm blanking right now so it just kind of helps you feel like things are under control and that not everything is in your hands so you kind of have to just let go of that point of life because the more you try and grab onto things and the more you try to like control everything like no it has to be my way like it has to go this way. 
it will really tear you down from inside out and that's not something you want to happen because it will eventually come out and manifest in your physical self and how are you going to be great for your for your baby your son your daughter if you're not great you know something i always say um it's something i've said multiple times to to myself too of course so yeah and other than these three we have um emotional self-care so emotional self-care is more like being aware of how you're feeling and learning how to effectively communicate your feelings to your family and your friends so sometimes um like a really good rant just helps to get everything out like you just scream or just let everything out and just cry it out because sometimes that ball in your chest is just you just need to cry that out or lash it out or whatever it is that you want to you you feel comfortable doing and just having a pair of listening ears just always helps to make you not feel alone so when i was going through it um it was just my husband and i and unfortunately because i was so deep in my hole for me at the time i felt like my husband's ears were not enough because i felt like well you and i are in the same boat why why is this not as hard for you and it was just starting to kind of like i was starting to self not self pity but self destruct that's the, that's that's what i was saying because i needed someone else i needed outsiders ears outside of this sinking ship that i felt like i was in that we were struggling to patch up and keep going you know and keep sailing and i had i had my sisters thankfully who have both had children and kind of know how i had felt but i didn't feel comfortable to go that deep in and i literally just suffered in silence so it was just it it was an insane <laughs> it was i'm sorry i'm laughing because it was just like it's it it's such a different phase in life i'm in such a different phase in life that and also i'm i'm older i would think wiser too thank you very much um and i learned a lot from that experience that you you have to reach out there's no shame in reaching out for help is what i'm trying to say here in all forms of physical care sorry in all forms of self care i'm so sorry just re- recapping the four kinds of self care here we have physical psychological spiritual and emotional all four there is no shame in reaching out and asking somebody for help asking someone hey can you come take a walk with me hey can you run with me um hey what do you think about this like what are you thinking like hey can you come and do yoga with me or hey hey do you have do you have some time do you think you can we can talk i i just have some stuff in my mind so i feel like these are things that you need to keep priority because again again and I'll say it again I said it once twice I'll say it again if you are not great within yourself how are you going to be great for your kids and to others so yeah <laughs> I hope you guys 
learned a little something from me with um, all the things that I have listed, you know, have your non-negotiables as well, like how to keep your mental health in check. I do know for a fact my non-negotiable is I need to be um, having some quality time with my husband. Um, he is also one of my best friends because I do know some of you are listening who are also my best friend. Um, to just have that outside time, a physical, like environmental break from the house helps. And um, being that as a, I am a woman, I do like to get my nails done. So that's a non-negotiable for me. Personally, that's something that I enjoy. Um, you could be the type to, I don't know, go to CrossFit or something. I don't understand CrossFit, but you could be that. <laughs> or you could be the type to literally go to the library or go to a bookstore and stay there for hours. Then do you. Um, go see your friends. Don't feel any kind of mom guilt, dad guilt. That time is for you. You focus on your mental health. And that's that. I almost forgot to, to say to say these things. So I wanted to make sure um, I get that out there that your mental health matters. And even if people mock you, don't take it personally because they are misinformed. They are... Mm, I'm not going to say that word, but they they should be informed as well. They're just not education ed, ed, educated educated enough. I'm sorry. So you guys matter. Your mental health matters. And please see, get yourself some help if you need it. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, learned a little something from me. And if you ever need um, someone to say some some stuff to anonymously hey man i'm open and um i'm on instagram please follow the pod on instagram i'm sorry the podcast uh it's the momcast on instagram that's d-a-m-o-m-c-a-s-t on instagram the momcast and i hope you guys enjoyed and i'll see you in the next one peace out Uh-huh.